Hey everybody, Sam here. Uh, before we get started with the podcast, I just wanted to say hi and hope you're enjoying this uh, new series that I'm doing called Lessons from Professional Wrestling. And it's going to follow a similar format as the uh, first lesson, as it's going to have a little bit of uh, a professional wrestling in there with a little bit of uh, our modern he- headlines uh, kind of uh, turduckened in there. So, hope you enjoy the turkey. Uh, and also, I was curious, I need your help. I was thinking of doing a separate podcast episode about the movie Joker, as it's uh, pretty unavoidable in the social media world. And I am a big fan of movies, but I wasn't sure if I should do it or not. So, let me know over at, over at the uh, Facebook page where I'm going to be uh, posting this episode at the story is facebook page just uh leave in the comments uh yeah yes do it if you do want me to do a uh joker episode just uh let me know okay without further ado here's the episode by 1988 hulkamania had been running wild for years but after wrestlemania 5 the wwe was looking to the future it was wondering what's next What's the next big thing? And who is the next big thing? The answer to that question was James Helwig, better known as the Ultimate Warrior. He had everything. Bright, colorful costume, tan, muscles, and an almost hypnotically insane delivery of promotional interviews. It made sense to pass the baton from Hulk Hogan to the Ultimate Warrior. At WrestleMania six. That's what Hogan's job was. And they did it. He literally handed him the belt after the match. The Warrior won the championship. And then it all went wrong. So the Ultimate Warrior won the World Wrestling Championship at WrestleMania 6. And then it all went wrong. I'm Sam Logan, and you're listening to the podcast, The Story Is. On this episode, Lessons from Pro Wrestling, Part 2, Passing the Baton. The term being over, he or she is over, suggests that the fans are buying into what the wrestler is selling meaning his or her character. If they are a heel, the bad guy, the wrestler is over if the fans boo and root for him to lose. In the reverse, a babyface hero is over if the fans are rooting for him or her to win. One of the most common ways a wrestler can be put over is by winning a match. It is also possible to put someone over by taking bumps or selling a move. The point is the heel or babyface you get the audience to care for. They titled WrestleMania 6 The Ultimate Challenge. The real challenge wasn't whether the warrior could defeat Hulk Hogan. The challenge was replacing him. Everyone thought James Helwig, the Ultimate Warrior, was over as a babyface and was set up as the new leader and face of the WWE. 
He was many things, but he was not over. What happened after he became champion? For one thing, he wasn't drawing the same number of fans and ticket sales as Hulk Hogan. In all the different cities that Hogan used to draw from that would have high attendance, in comparison to Hulk, in comparison to Hulk Hogan, the Ultimate Warrior wouldn't draw as many, many people. It was noted that in their attendance rates in 1990, their attendance went down after Hulk Hogan uh, left for a period of time to film a TV series and The Ultimate Warrior was the main attraction. The fans just weren't there in the same amount of numbers. The other problem with The Ultimate Warrior? He hurt people in the ring accidentally. He didn't try to hurt his fellow wrestler, but he was known to be reckless. Andre the Giant didn't put up with it. Anytime the warrior would hit or kick or hurt him for real, the much larger, stronger Andre would put him in his place with a punch in the stomach or a punch in the balls. Another problem that the Ultimate Warrior had, he couldn't wrestle for long periods of time. He couldn't wrestle long matches. He was great for about two minutes. He came in with so much energy to the ring. He would sprint to the ring from the entrance, shake the ring ropes. He even won the Intercontinental Championship with a five-second barrage of the honky-tonk man. But when he had to do long-form matches, he was out of moves. If he was going to have a good match, it would happen because the other wrestler was carrying most of the creative load. In my opinion, he is wrestling's Joe Biden. He looks great on paper. Everything you would look for you for in a presidential candidate, you'd find in Joe Biden. He's approachable, personable, enthusiastic. He's a former vice president of the most popular modern president. Yet, his party is desperate for an alternative. He is leading in the polls, but he's hardly being embraced by the voters or the party. Why? He refuses to change. His past came back to haunt him, and he has no comeback or response for it. Even after he's been confronted about his past voting record, he still doesn't have a good response. His party moved to the left, and he stayed where he is. Another problem with Joe Biden? He's unpredictable. Cory Booker and others in the Democratic Party know Joe has a history of putting his foot in his mouth. This is not about being old. Joe has been saying dumb things for years. You can't get away with that, especially when everything is being recorded. Third problem with Joe? He never got handed the baton. It's hard to take over for someone when that someone doesn't endorse you. And I don't buy the Joe Biden wanted to win it on his own. This is the blood sport of politics. I believe President Obama didn't want to endorse Biden because he didn't want to. He even told Joe Biden at one point, you don't have to do this, Joe. Also, I believe President Obama is so tired of politics that he's not showing up until the convention. That's my opinion. The warrior refused to listen to other people and change his approach in the ring. That caused him to have issues with other wrestlers for his entire career. He also didn't hang out with other wrestlers and gave the impression he saw wrestling simply as a job and not the passion in his life. Hulk Hogan also never really went away, 
which makes it harder for the Ultimate Warrior to succeed if he's constantly in the shadow of Hulk Hogan. Hulkamania never went away. The fans never switched over from Hulk to the Warrior. He couldn't match Hogan on the mic during promos. Though his interview style was intense, it was one-dimensional. His in-the-ring showmanship was nowhere near Hogan's, and the warrior would be la- warrior would be labeled the champ, the man, the leader of the WWE at, at WrestleMania six, and he defeated Hulk Hogan for the world championship. After that, even Hulk Hogan doubted that his replacement could do the job. Bret Hart recalls a moment after the show where Hogan reportedly told him, "You watch. Warrior will fail, and Vince will be calling me, begging me to come back." A year later, WrestleMania 7, Hulk Hogan is back in the main event, wrestling Sergeant Slaughter for the championship. The Ultimate Warrior is demoted to the undercard. Passing the baton is hard. Finding a replacement of a leader is difficult in any arena, whether it's politics, religion, military, or sports. Everything can look good on the outside, but what really matters is the space between the right and left ears. You need someone who understands the job and wants to do it. You need someone who is mentally and emotionally stable. Someone can have all the the great resumes, but if the person doesn't have character to lead, the competency to do the job, the ability to get along with the people they work with, they will fail. WrestleMania 6, the ultimate challenge. It's a good match because the Warrior and Hulk Hogan rehearsed the entire match beforehand in Florida. As I've heard, I believe Pat Patterson is credited for helping them design the match. The, the match starts with their usual introductions with both of them, with Warrior's sprint to the ring in his intro. Hulk Hogan coming in, slapping the hands, the fans' hands, and doing a bunch of pointing and shirt tearing. And what proceeds is one of the greatest wrestling matches I have ever seen. One of the, basically all the great classic moves of tests of strength and personality and putting on a show of the professional wrestling variety. And you can hear it in the crowd reactions. They are in it the entire time. It is a an amazing spectacle. An amazing show. And from what I've heard of Hulk Hogan's interviews, the reason why the, the match is good is because Hogan kept his cool while the Ultimate Warrior couldn't get over the moment when just a few minutes into the match according to Hogan's interview with uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin Hogan said that the warrior wanted to end the match early and Hogan said no we got to do this right and they went and did the the match that they had rehearsed and put on one of the greatest wrestling matches ever in my opinion after the match the story is that the warrior was found at his locker 
crying, holding the championship belt. The magnitude of the moment was not lost on Brian Helwig. Though some had thought he only saw it as a job, even he saw this performance, this athletic achievement, this crowning moment, this championship, as an important moment for him. And it meant a lot to him whether people knew it or not. The moment was not lost on the Ultimate Warrior. Sadly, that would be the peak of his wrestling career. He would never again be the leader of the WWE, and a few years later, he would eventually go to the WCW, and his problems of being hard to work with would continue. Years later, after his wrestling career was over, but much too soon, at the age of 54, James Helwig, the Ultimate Warrior, died of a heart attack. But the day before that, he was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. The company that had rejected him, and the company that he had spurned and frustrated with his own actions, celebrated him and accepted him one last time. The Miami Herald describes the Warriors' Hall of Fame induction. Fans new and old listened to his words, a voice discussing his legacy in this industry. The next generation of WWE superstars learning and honing their skills in NXT, the WWE's developmental program, based in Orlando, heard with open ears. They took to Twitter on the passing of the Warrior. Like Triple H, they were wrestling fans growing up, and they were inspired by the Ultimate Warrior. WWE's NXT superstar Corey Graves said, When I was in first grade, I was the Ultimate Warrior for Halloween. I just watched his Hall of Fame speech two hours ago. I don't even have words. WWE NXT star Scott Dawson said, My very first Hasbro action figure was the Gorilla Press Ultimate Warrior. Sincere thoughts and prayers to his family. Brian Reed, another superstar for the NXT, said, I can see the Ultimate Warrior running down the ramp into heaven right now. I'm sure he's at peace. Triple H, a future WWE Hall of Famer, understands that no matter what has been said or done in the past, it's in the past. Nobody is perfect. We all make mistakes. We're not robots. We're human beings with real-life emotions, and we all grow old. Continuing with the article, WWE posted a statement about his death on its website. WWE is shocked and deeply saddened to learn of the passing of one of the most iconic WWE superstars ever, the Ultimate Warrior. The Warrior began his career in 1987 and quickly went on to become one of the biggest stars in WWE history. The Warrior became WWE Champion at WrestleMania 6, defeating Hogan in an epic encounter. We are grateful that just days ago, Warrior had the opportunity to take his rightful place in the WWE Hall of Fame and was also able to appear at WrestleMania 30 
and Monday Night Raw to address his legion of fans. We send its sincere condolences of Warriors family and friends and fans. The New York Times d- describes the ceremony also at the awards ceremony in New Orleans on Saturday. That's when they wrote it. Mr. Helwig addressed his fans, shouting an old battle cry, Speak to me, warriors! Before resorting to his signature quasi-mystical styles of old. He said, No WWE talent becomes a legend on their own. Every man's heart one day beats its final beat. His lungs breathe their final breath. And if what that man did in his life makes the the blood pulse through the body of others, it makes them bleed deeper in something larger than life, than his essence. His spirit will be immortalized. I think the warrior came to terms with not being able to replace Hulk Hogan and accepted what he did accomplish and the impact he did make. If you're not the leader type, that's okay. Not all of us are presidential material. You can still make a positive impact on other people, no matter what your title is. I'm Sam Logan. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it.